Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for July 18th, 2022. So I'm in a series right now entitled God's Grace and Our Faith, and this is part 58 of the series. We've been walking this thing out, and so everything God does for us, he does it by grace. Grace is unmerited, undeserved. It is the free favor of God, and then everything we do in response to the grace of God, we're supposed to do it by faith. You and I, we are the just, and the just shall live by faith. And what's great is that we get to walk in our own individual calling, in our own divine assignment. We don't have to worry about comparing ourselves to anyone else. You only have the grace to be you. I only have the grace to be me. This morning, later on, Isabella and I have to uh, go somewhere. Uh, we're going to be in St. Louis this week. And so as I was, I, I have to go get on, on, a, on a flight, I was scheduling some social media posts to go out. I was just thinking a few minutes ago, about how, you know, I got up early this morning, got a word from the Lord, prepared it all, got it all ready, posted it on the website, put it, scheduled the email to go out. I scheduled a bunch of social media posts to go out, created graphics for it already. Now I'm doing this. Then I have to make sure it goes on YouTube. Like I, I edit the video, all of that. I schedule all these things and I do all of this before I go to work per se, right? And, I, and I've been doing this for a long time. So as I was thinking about that this morning, I, my, my goal is to just do whatever God tells me to do and always to add value to the world. I was thinking the Holy Spirit was like, you know, like talking to me as right before I was getting ready to go live, that I don't think much of it. Like all the things that I, you know, the things that, that I'm called to do, I honestly don't think much of it. I just do it, right? I, I do it because I'm called to do it. But this is why you shouldn't have competitive jealousy. When other people, if someone says, oh man, I see Rick doing that, I, I could do that, I should do that. And I've seen people say, oh, hey Rick, how do you do a daily devotional every day? What do you do? Uh, you know, okay, yeah, I'm gonna do that. And I've seen people start it and then like, you know, they don't last because unless God called you to do something, and I'm not, not this is not the boast of me, this is the grace of God. My point is, whether it be a devotional or anything else, when you walk in the grace of God, you make it look easy. When you operate in the grace of God, whatever it is that God has called you to do, like, even when I'm preaching, people are like, man, you just make, it just seems so effortless. It seems so sweatless. But what they don't see is the, the countless hours that it's taken to get to this point, right? The, the level of preparedness. So when you walk in your divine assignment, here's my point, and then I'm going to get into the message, is that you got to open up your heart to the grace of God. When you walk in the grace of God, the grace of God is on you to be you, and nobody else can be you like you. And when you are operating as you in this world, when you embrace the grace to be you, then it will not be effortless, but it will seem sweatless. Put this in the chat. Say, I have sweatless victory. The Lord will give you sweatless victory where people are like, man, it just seems sweatless. Why? Because it's the grace of God. Why does it seem sweatless? Because I'm not the one that's doing it. It's the Father giving me the words, give, performing the work, giving me favor, opening doors. It is the sweatless victory that comes when we walk in the grace of God. So this is God's grace and our faith part 58. The title of today's message is the grace of God is already on you. I'm going to teach you that the grace of God is already on you to do what God has called you to do. Get ready for the word.
All right, so let's get into the Word. We've been looking at John 1 and 14, John 1 and 17 in this series, and then we were walking through Galatians, but we finished Galatians. Like, that's it. It's over. Galatians chapter 6, we already dealt with the last verse on Friday. So I'm going to open up the aperture a little bit and look at some other verses this morning. So John chapter 1, John chapter 1, 14 and 17, the Bible says, the Word became flesh. And he, the word, Jesus, dwelt among us. And we were able to behold his glory. It is the glory of the only begotten of the Father who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. In John 1 and 17, the Bible says the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came through the Lord Jesus Christ. So now that we're done with Galatians, uh, I'm going to read some scriptures uh, for you that's going to open up the aperture a little bit to remind you that the grace of God is already on you to do what God has called you to do. And, And when we looked at Galatians, we looked at parts of chapter three, four, five, six. And as we were learning that, just as a reminder, um, general broad brush, Old Testament, New Testament, Old Covenant, New Covenant, the law requires grace provides. You can put that in the chat. The law, the law required of us, grace provides for us. Under the law, the spotlight was on man, man working for God. Under the new covenant of grace, the spotlight is on God and what he's already done for us. So the law required and grace provides. You got it? All right. So let me read some scriptures for you here. That's going to open up the aperture. I'm going to read these slowly and carefully, and I want you to listen and to receive. All right. Jeremiah 1 and 5. The title of today's message, once again, is God's grace is already on you to do what he's called you to do, but I'm going to give you some scripture on it. All right. Jeremiah 1 and 5. NIV. The Bible says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. I already knew you before you were formed. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet unto the nations. So you had a destiny before you had a body. You had a destiny before you were formed in your mother's womb, a divine destiny, right? Psalms 139 and 16, the message Bible. The Bible says, like an open book, You, Father, watched me grow from conception to birth. All the stages of my life were spread out before you, and all the days of my life were prepared before I ever lived one day. All the days of my life were prepared before I ever took one breath, right? Say this. Say, I'm not a mistake. Say, put this in the chat. Say, I am destined. You are not a mistake. You are destined, and you have the grace to do what God has called you to do. Isaiah 49 and 1, New Living. The Bible says, listen to me, all you in distant lands. Pay attention, you who are far away. The Lord, this is Isaiah speaking, the Lord called me before my birth. The calling that's on my life is a calling that that God gave me before my birth, watch this, from within the womb. He called me by name. He called me by name from within my mother's womb. Galatians 1, 15 and 16. Now this is the Apostle Paul, New Living Translation. But even before I was born, Paul is saying, man, even though I made lots of mistakes, even before I was born, God chose me and called me, not because of my performance, not because I earned it. God chose me and called me by his marvelous grace. And then he says, this is what God called me to do. God called me to preach the gospel, the good news about Jesus to the Gentiles. And I had spent all my life living as one person, thinking I was going to do one thing with my life. And then I met Jesus 
And then the Holy Spirit revealed to me what I was supposed to be doing. I died to all of that. I gave up everything that I was working on so that I could become the man that God had called me to be. And God called me from my mother's womb. This is what Paul said. In Ephesians 2 and 10, Paul is talking about all of us. God has made us what we are. In Christ Jesus, God made you and I. Look at me. God made us, the Bible says, new people. Why, Paul? Paul answers the question. He says, God made us new people so that we would spend the rest of our lives doing the good things that he had already planned for us to do. There are some good things that God had already planned for us to do. I'm not saved by work. Put put this in the chat if you want. I'm not saved by work, but I'm saved for work. And there are some good works that God planned in advance beforehand for you and I to do. And so the grace of God is on me to do what he called me to do. It's already done. It's not like I'm working for it. This is before the foundations of the world. It's not like I'm working for it. This is from my mother's womb. It's not like I'm trying to earn it or deserve it. I'm actually trying to discover what he already gave me so that I can pray back to God the prayers that he's already prayed over me. I'm trying to discover what he already called me to do so that I can walk in the divine assignment that he's already graced me to walk in. Come on, I'm not trying to make anything happen. It's all about him. I'm trying to receive what God already gave me. And the church said, amen. This is God's grace and our faith. So what does this mean for you today? On this Monday morning, I have two things to share with you. Here we go. Number one, God's grace, which is God's ability, is already on you to do what he called you to do. Put this in the chat. It's already done or it's already on me. Like you already have the grace to do it. God is sovereign and you and and I, we are destined. So here you have this sovereign God and here you have humans who are flawed, but we are destined. And see, we were, we were destined by God in his sovereignty. God knows all things. And, and so it's not that our decisions and actions don't matter. Our decisions and actions do matter. It's just that God doesn't have to wait till next Monday to find out what I'm going to do next Monday. So God, watch this, according to the foreknowledge of his decisions, of my, uh, uh, according to his foreknowledge of my decisions, I'm sorry, So according to God's foreknowledge of my decisions, he predestined me. He predestined me according to knowing in advance the things I was going to do right and the things I was going to do wrong, and he destined me anyway. So his decisions, uh, uh, my decisions and actions matter, but it's just that God already had foreknowledge of my decisions and actions, and according to that, he predestined me. For whom he did foreknow, the Bible says, them did he also predestinate to be conformed unto the image of his son. So God is a sovereign God and he knows what he knows all I'm going to do right and all I'm going to do wrong. And so he destined me according to the foreknowledge of my decisions. So it would be unrighteous of a sovereign God who knows all things to expect me to do something he has not equipped me to do. So look at me, it would be unrighteous of you if you have children as a father or as a mother, to put a demand on your children to do something you have not prepared them for. If you're if you're making a demand on, on your children for something, it is because you believe they have everything that they need, all the resources, the education, the training, the understanding to accomplish it. Now, you can put a demand on them to accomplish it if you believe that you prepared them for it. Now, if you haven't prepared them for it, it would be unrighteous of you as a parent to put a demand on your children to, to accomplish something that, that they haven't 
that they're not prepared for. So God will never expect you to do something he has not equipped you to do. Our God is a righteous God. So he only expects us to do what he has equipped us to do. Now, understanding what I just said, that should give you great peace. That should give you great peace every time God gives you a big dream. God gives you a dream that is bigger than you. God calls you to do something that exceeds your power, your ability, your strength, your education, your experience, your money. God calls you to do something and it's like, whoa, if God called me to do it, God will never expect me to do something he has not equipped me to do. So when God calls you to do something amazing, this is what should cross your mind. You should say this. You minister to yourself. You should say the fact that God has called me to do this is proof, is evidence that the grace, his grace is already on me to perform it. God is not going to give me the grace. No, no, it's already done. I already have it. And so I, I already have the grace to do what God has called me to do. What I have to know, uh, I have to learn out is how to enter into God's rest. I'm not freaking out. I'm not pulling my hair out. I'm just going to enter into God's rest. And then I'm going to be led by the Holy Spirit concerning what I have to do in faith to receive what God has already given me by grace. And the church said, amen. Say amen to that, right? So God has called you. Watch this. He's, I, I read all these scriptures for you. God called you. God set you apart. God sanctified you and God ordained you. He equipped you in the spirit with his grace. And then he prepared everything that you would ever need for your divine assignment. He did this before the world began. He already stored up everything that you would need. Resources wise, he already stored up all the relationships that you would ever need. And then he will put these people in your path at just the right time. He will release the resources at just the right time. And so now what God is doing, watch the little glory to God. If God has done all of this, then what is God doing now? God is preparing you for what he already prepared for you. God already prepared for your success. God already called you from the foundations of the world. God already stored up everything you would ever need. God already made moves on the chessboard. God is now preparing you for what he prepared for you from the foundations of the world. This is the grace life. The grace of God is already on you. So put this in the chat. Say, I already have it. When you understand that the grace of God is already on you to do what he's called you to do, then now what are you doing? I'm being processed. Now I understand that what God is doing right now, he is processing me. He's preparing me for what he already prepared for me. He is processing me to be able to carry the weight of the anointing associated with the assignment. So it's not that, it's not that uh, 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 I don't have it. I already have it. It's just that I may not understand how to walk in it yet. And so God, so as I'm walking with God, as I'm listening to the Holy Spirit, as I'm learning more about him through the word of God, as I'm going to church Sunday after Sunday or Wednesday night after Wednesday night, as I'm getting on today's word, I'm getting a better understanding of God, his character, his attributes, his nature. I'm learning to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit. And God is actually preparing me for what he already prepared for me. He's processing me to be able to carry the weight of the anointing associated with the assignment. It's not that I don't have it. It's already done. It's just that I'm not ready to walk in it yet. And so at, things are going to happen for me at just the right time. And so at just the right time, the, the doors will open that need to be open. Doors will close that need to be closed. God will connect me to the right people at just the right time. And so I am walking it out. God will never require of you something he has not deposited in you. Come on, let me say that again. God will never require of you something he has not already placed in you. So your goal now is to seek God concerning what he's already done. Your goal now is to seek God concerning what he already assigned you to do from the foundations of the world, fully believing that you already have it, fully believing that he's already equipped you, fully believing that it's already done, fully believing that everything that you would ever need will manifest at just the right time, fully believing. I'm not praying from a position of lack. 
I'm praying from a position of grace. Father, I thank you. God, I don't know. Half the time, I don't know what I'm doing. You call me to do this thing. I'm going to walk this thing out. You're giving me wisdom that exceeds my education and experience. Father, oh my God, I, I know you call me to do, and you keep showing me things in my prayer closet, but as I'm running this business, things are not lining up yet. As I'm running this business or doing this job, I, I'm not seeing the results yet, but I know what, what, what I've already seen in the spirit, and I know you can't lie. You are incapable of lying, and so I know it's only a matter of time, and it's not God, I, I don't know. Just lead me. As you lead me, I believe it's already done. Father, I'm going to call those things which be not as though they were. I'm going to say what you revealed to me. I'm going to be open to the Holy Spirit. I'm going to walk this thing out. I, I believe you already gave it to me. At just the right, now, at just the right time, it's going to manifest. And so, Father, I'm going to rest in your finished work. I'm not going to freak out over it. I know that I can't fail because you already showed me success. Now, what you didn't show me was all the things I was going to have to overcome between now and then, but I'm going to walk it out. I'm going to believe it's already done. The Holy Spirit is leading me and he will lead you. The Holy Spirit will lead you to walk in the, in the things that God already planned for you from the foundations of the world. So no matter how big they seem, no matter how far beyond your wildest dreams they, they seem, if God revealed it, look at me, if God revealed it to you, then it's because he already planned it. And it is because it's going to happen at just the right time. God cannot lie. God is incapable of lying. So God's part is done. God's part is grace. God says, I already stored it up. I already prepared you. I already equipped you. I already called you. I already sanctified you. I already set you apart. I did this from your mother's womb. I called you by name. You, you Listen, you are not a mistake. You are my child. You are my son. You are my daughter. You are called for such a time as this. And so now I'm going to prepare all of these things. Come on now. I'm preparing all... I'm, I'm preparing you for what I already prepared. And so now your job is to walk out what's already done. Your job is to believe and receive what I already provided. And so when you when we're living this way, you know what that's called? I call it the grace life. <laughs> I, so, so I'm not taking on any pressure to perform. I'm not trying to make stuff happen. I, I am walking in what's already been provided. This whole series is about God's grace and our faith. God's grace already there. My faith, I'm providing faith to tap into God's grace. And the church said, amen. You got it? All right, number two, I told you I would give you two things uh, for you today. Number two, along with the grace to perform, God has already given you the grace to overcome. Put this in the chat. Say, I have the grace to overcome. See, I'm, a, I'm an overcomer. I have the grace to overcome. There's nothing that will ever overtake me because I will I will overtake it because I, I am an overcomer and I have the grace to overcome. So not only did God give you the grace to perform, your divine assignment. God also gave you the grace to overcome every, every challenge you would ever face along the way. God never said it's going to be easy, but I want to read something for you uh, uh, that's really going to bless you. First Corinthians, this is not a, a new scripture. Most of you know this, but I'm going to read it to you in the NIV and also in the, in the Passion Translation. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. Let me read it to you in two translations. The Bible says, no temptation has overtaken you except that which is common with mankind, and God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, God will also provide a way out so you can endure it. I like the Passion Translation. Listen to the Passion Translation. The Bible says, we all experience times of testing, which is normal for every human being. This is, this is normal stuff. Like, I mean, we all face challenges. But God will be faithful to you. Oh, I love this part. The Bible says, God will screen and filter the severity, nature, and timing 
of every test or trial that you face so you can bear it. He will, he will filter, he will screen it for severity and nature and timing. Why? So that you can bear it. And with each test, watch this, it becomes an opportunity for you to trust God even more. For along with every trial, God has already provided for you a way of escape so that you can come out victoriously. God has already, man, the Passion Translation is so good. It's like God has already given it to you. God has already given you a path to victory. God has already stored up your success and God will filter things out based on the severity and the timing and the type and all of that. And he will not allow you to face something that you cannot face. And so, so several things we learn from this. First of all, we learned that being tested with challenges is normal. Down here in this world, humans face challenges. This is a world, this, we're living in a fallen state. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 3 and 12, all that live godly shall suffer persecution. If you are a believer, you're born again, we're going to face stuff. And, and you just got to know that you're going to face stuff, but I'm equipped for it. Put this in the chat. I have the grace for it. You have to believe that God's grace is already on you to overcome everything that you have to overcome on the path to your purpose. God is so faithful that he will not allow you to face something that you can't handle. And so the, I love the, the way the text says he will screen and filter the severity, the nature, and the timing of every test and trial so that you can bear it. See, God, and so if you believe that, and I believe it, then that means that God trusts you with it. When you're facing something, instead of saying, whenever you're facing something, instead of saying, whoa, it's me. No, no. Now, when you face something and you think it's a big challenge, you could be like, whoa, it's me. <laughs> Glory to God. Father, I thank you. Let you. Ten years ago, this thing would have destroyed me. Five years ago, if I got this letter in the mail, I wouldn't know what to do. But Father, you trust me with this now. The fact that I am facing it is evidence that I can take it because if I could not face it, I would not be facing it. And so, so, so glory to God. I, listen, if it's true that we all have a breaking point, and I believe it is, and if it's true that God knows everything, and I believe he does, and, and, then, then, and, and if the text I just read for you is true, then we got to believe that if God is allowing us to face something that is not going to take us beyond our breaking point, because if it was taking us beyond the breaking point, we wouldn't be facing it. So we got to believe that God's grace is already on us to handle and to overcome whatever we're facing. And so if, 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 you, if it's in front of you, you can face it. If it's in front of you right now, you're, Rick, you don't know what I'm going through. It doesn't matter what you're going through. Whatever you're going through, I don't need to know. Whatever you're going through, I know this. God's grace is on you to do it. You can do it. You can take it. You can overcome it. You can face it. You are an overcomer because if you couldn't take it, if you couldn't face it, if you couldn't overcome it, you wouldn't be facing it because God will not allow you. God will, he will not allow you to face something that you don't have the grace for. And so, so listen, many times, many times believers say, God, give me less challenge. What they want is less challenge. And God responds with more grace. Instead of giving you less challenge, God says, no, my grace is sufficient for thee. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. I'm not going to take the challenges away. I'm just going to crank up the grace. I'm not going to lower the challenge. I'm going to increase the grace. I want you to know that my grace is on you to do whatever I've called you to do. And I called you from the foundations of the world. I want you to know that my grace is on you, has empowered you to accomplish and to overcome everything that you have to accomplish. And as a reminder, I called you from your mother's womb. I want you to know that you are not a mistake, that God's grace is on you. Listen, this is the grace life. When you when you live this way, when you understand this way, whew, you enter into God's, you, you, you wind up facing stuff you never thought you would face. You wind up accomplishing things 
you never thought you would accomplish. You wind up, uh, you, 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 you look at your spouse and be like, oh my God, babe, can you believe it? <laughs> this is crazy. Now, on the path to the grace life, you're going to have to overcome things that you never thought you would have to overcome, but you can do it because God is with you. God is on you and in you and with you and for you. Put this in the chat. God is with me everywhere I go. And because God never said it would be easy, God just promised to be with you everywhere you go. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to speak this over your life. I felt like preaching this morning. I want you to speak this over your life. This is one of those messages you might need to listen to again and get fired up. Share this with, with everyone everywhere. Are right, you ready? Speak this. Say, Father, I thank you for teaching me about your amazing grace. I choose to give my attention to your finished work. When I am facing a challenge, meditating on your grace, it frees me from the stress, struggle, and strain of this present world. There have been times when I ask you for less challenge, but instead of reducing the challenge, you actually gave me more grace. This is a reminder that your grace is already on me to accomplish what you sent me to this planet to accomplish. So, Father, I embrace your grace. I become a conduit of your power. I rest in your ability. I know your grace is already on me to perform and to overcome. So I face every challenge head on, in faith, without a doubt, fully relying on your supernatural power. I know you have already given me the victory. So I rest in your finished work. In heaven, it's already done. For me, on earth, it's only a matter of time. Living this way, I know greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word. So please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages and you want my notes, you, you should want my notes. You get it for free. Go to todaysword.org, click on the big red subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, I love you. God loves you more. Have an amazing, this is going to set the tone for the whole week. Have an amazing Monday. Do me a favor. Leave me some comments in the chat. If this message was a blessing to you, and then share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. Have an amazing Monday. I will see you tomorrow morning. God bless you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to learn more about our ministry or you would like to partner with our ministry, please visit ripministries.org. You will learn there what we're doing in the Caribbean, providing a Christ-based education to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic. We also provide them a hot meal every day. If you would like to partner with us, click on the donate button. All the donations are tax deductible in the United States. If you don't have my book, Level Up Your Life, go to rickpina.co and get the book today. From rickpina.co, you'll also see that I have journals and I also have some other products and apparel and etc. all centered around the grace life. And then lastly, if you enjoy this content, but you want direct access to Isabel and I, the Lord impressed it upon my heart 
for Isabella and I to start mentoring people, giving people access to us to be able to ask us questions. We're answering questions about ministry, about missions, nonprofit, for-profit. I'm addressing things as far as how I preach, our approach to preaching. We're putting out private content just for a specific group in the Patreon. So please visit patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina if you're interested in this material. Have an amazing day.